Hey, this episode of Who Knows is brought to you by Light Wraps. Light Wraps are stickers that fit around a Bic lighter. And there's a bunch of different designs, and my friend Zach makes them. And they're awesome. And you can find them on Instagram, at Light Wraps. Um, that's where you can see a bunch of the designs, and that's also where you can find the link to go to Light Wraps Etsy shop, which goes by the name of The Sticker Depot. If you decide to buy a sticker from The Sticker Depot on Etsy, you can use the code who knows at checkout. That's who knows with no space in between, all caps. And you'll get 20% off your order. So that's very cool. Thank you to them so much for being a sponsor. And this episode, we have my buddy Ian Coleman. Me and Ian went to high school together. He's a great guy. He is a big fitness and nutrition buff. Um, So we talk pretty much exclusively about that. And yeah, he really knows his stuff. I would say this is probably the most information-dense episode of Who Knows to date, which is exciting because that's what we want around here is to be gaining knowledge. So enjoy the episode, and here we go. All right. Ian Coleman. What's up? Welcome to Who Knows with Brendan McClory. Thanks so much for being here. Well, thanks for having me, man. Is it awkward for me to look into like the camera? Like, no. Deep into no. it? No. Do whatever. Right. Whatever you want to do. We could, <laughs> we could do this like like the office. We'll just like... Just do, have our moments where we just stare at the yeah. camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what have you been up to? I like haven't even really talked to you since high school. Yeah, I know. It's been it's been a hot minute, man. Um, yes. Done a lot of things. Um, you know... Went to college. Did yeah, where'd that. you go to school? Lewis University, man. Nice. Yeah, and you like that? It was it was good. It was decent. Um, I like had an opportunity to go to like Illinois State in Carbondale, but um, I had to kind of get my my shit together and everything. So went to Lewis, which is a quieter school in the middle of nowhere. So sure. Romeoville, but it was it was a good experience, man. It was nice. Time. Yeah. And uh, what what was your major? And was it like sports medicine or something? Pretty like much that? exercise, movement, science. Nice. Yep. So, and that's like the study of exercise. A lot of people look at me and they're like, oh, so you just talk about exercise? But it's yeah, a little yeah. bit more, man. Right. Like, you know, I, you know, anatomy and all that stuff. So it's it's intense stuff at times, you know. Cool. Did you, uh, like I said, I, I haven't talked to you since high school. And I think towards the end of high school, was that when you kind of got started to get interested in stuff like that? I, I, I remember like senior year, you were like bulking up, up in the, up in yeah. the gym, you know, stuff yeah, that like old that, but rusty yeah. place with like tennis everywhere. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it started right around then because, um, as like sports was like kind of starting to slow down and all that stuff. And I was like heading off to school. I really wanted to get into training and, um, like off of like, just kind of like how life was happening, you know, sure. like, you know, you know, like I went through like a lot of stuff like in the past and that really fueled me to kind of like, to kind of get into like lifting, like, you know, like kind of like prove like people wrong, prove myself like that I had something more to give than just like what everyone was expecting of me. So sure. I did like, it was good. Like uh, people call it therapy and it turned to, it turned into a therapy at that point. You know, I used to go up there all the time with like, you know, Eamon and all of them and yeah, just yeah. like Patron and the whole squad would go up there, man. We just, uh, we just, you know, 
just shoot some weights down. And uh, you remember, uh, do, you, do you ever know the, the strength conditioning coach, Griff? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember him. He's actually the one that like kind of like sparked my interest in it. I really like the most I'd seen from like personal training at that point was like, was just literally personal trainers, like, you know, LA Fitness, um, the guy who trained Mark Wahlberg and stuff. And that was the first time I had a sneak preview of like what a strength coach was like. Sure. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So, so that's, you, you mentioned like, uh, proving something wrong. What, like you just, what, what exactly were you trying to prove exactly? Like if you don't mind me asking, like, Oh no, no, totally fine. Um, well, you know, like I went through like a bullying stage, like, you know, at like, at like, you know, earlier on in high school and everything. Right. And after I kind of did that, I have like a moment where I was like, just kind of sitting with my, myself and I was like really, really down because a majority of the time I was picked on because of like, you know, I was an easy target, right? I was like super skinny and everything. And I didn't really, I didn't really do all the stuff that everyone was like doing at that time, which was like, I don't know, which I guess was weird for some people. Right. Sure. But, um, I felt like the only, uh, the, like the way that I can prove to them that I was like, that I was better than what I was, was kind of getting past the moment of like, you know, like I'm not this, like this skinny dude that's just like, you know, it's quiet and it's like just stays off by himself. Right. I wanted to at least, I wanted to be quiet. I wanted to be like a little bit of an introvert. Right. Yeah. But I didn't want to be like the skinny kid anymore, man. I was like, I kind of got tired of being pushed around and everything. And I mean, I helped my sport too. Cause as I got bigger, like it was easier for me like to overpower people in my sport. So that was my biggest thing is I wanted to prove to other people that, um, that was just more than what they were making me out to be. Right. Yeah, it wasn't just like this weird kid that was like off in the corner. Yeah, know? sure. What, uh, what sport did you play? You played soccer, right? Yep. Correct. And I played rugby. Yeah, you did play rugby. And that's where I need to bulk up a lot. Sure, I, right. I'd Soccer, get, like, you're not ragdolled every people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I remember just like times of like rugby, just like literally getting hit. I felt like I got tossed like ten yards. Right. I was like, I need to fix this. Man. Yeah. I need to fix this like big time because you you probably have seen rugby, right? Yes. Good guys are massive. Yes. Like, Two hundred some odd pounds, and here's me like a a buck oh five. Just yeah. like running yeah, at right. this one dude, dropping my shoulder and just getting labeled afterwards. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. dude, painful. Nice. Yeah, so man. you went off to school with, with, did you know you wanted to be a trainer like long term after that? Or were you just more focused on like, I want to do this for myself? Um, I was at that time, like once I got out of like school, I was like, I was big into like the meathead stuff and I was already doing it for myself at that point. And um, I think like um, once I got done doing it for myself, I really wanted to kind of do it for other people. But um, I was already knew like when I went to Lewis, I was like, man, I want to be a trainer. I want I want to do something right, something big. Sure. So yeah, that was my biggest thing. Was uh, I knew like right off the bat when I was like in getting advising. One guy was like, okay, so I'm gonna put you on. I was undecided. I'm like, nope, exercise movement science. He was like, okay, nice, like, really. And I was like, yeah, I already kind of knew it. So it definitely lit a fire in my heart like early on for sure. So you knew super early, like, oh, this is so for me. Like, oh I'm yeah, yeah, nice. Mm -hmm. It was what? like. Everyone has like this calling and everything. Sure. I, say, I don't particularly say like it dawned on me one day, but I knew it. I was like, it's the thing that I like, I spent time on, like I spent time in the gym and then you, you start thinking about like how like your muscles grow and like, you know, what does protein do or why is my face tingle pre-workout or just like stupid stuff like that, you know? And when you fight, when you figure out that there's actually answers, you're like, then it starts to like kind of fuel it. And that's what happened with me, man. Just got really interested in it. Nice. That's really cool. Um, so would you say you're more into, at this point, are you more into like the science of it or are you more into like the aesthetic side of it or like, or is it just a combination of everything? Like what, what, 
what is the thing that you're so passionate about when it comes to like train? Are you are you into like showing people how to get to where you've gotten, mm-hmm. or like give me kind of the the background on like exactly what you're so into, if you can. I would say like right now, currently at the moment, I'm in it more for the people. You know, like um, I want to help. I I want to be able to help as many people as I possibly can uh, through what I do. Right. And um, I would say it's a mixture of like the science and aesthetics. So like what I do now um, with the people I, I help train, like they're, they don't have like the exact knowledge base to like kind of understand like the science aspect. Like you can, you can spit as much like jargon as you want at them, but they won't exactly understand it. They sure. think it's cool. They're like, whoa, what does that mean, man? And right. you kind of have to like, you put it into layman's terms for them. So like, so that is one thing that I really like kind of focus on is like, being able to piece apart like my knowledge and put it into them and be able to inspire them to like figure out more stuff about that. Right. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much like, that's pretty much what I've been focused on recently is like, you know, especially at the gym, we focus on, um, getting people stronger, getting people more confident in their bodies and all that stuff. Right. And, um, that's like, yeah, I would say that's pretty like primarily the main thing I've been focusing on really, yeah. dude. It's, um, it's intense stuff at times, but, um, you gotta like it. Because it's your craft, you know? Right. Well, and like I said to you earlier, I I was like, I'm like 204 right now mm-hmm. as of this morning. Mm-hmm. And like at the beginning of October, I was 256. Jeez, dude. So, yeah. That's awesome, yeah, man. That's it's, big. That's it's, like. It's been, yeah, yeah, it's been a grind. But one of the craziest things is like you see all this information online is like. Mm-hmm obviously you'd think it's like an asset right like oh well i have infinite information online but that's kind of the like the downside of it is there's infinite information and so much of it's contradicting yes the other information and so like for someone like you to like be able to like show people what to like what actually works through (laughs) results and stuff like that yes it's crazy. Like just how much information's out there. It's just, it's so intimidating. Yeah. And that's like, that's the one big, big thing, man. It's just like, there's information, there's so much information out there right now. And, um, it's, it's cool in my, in my opinion, uh, because like right around when I was getting into it, like when we were in high school, there was like, dude, there was nothing. Right. But honestly, that's when it was the best. Cause people would call each other out like all the time. Like, yeah. There was like, people were like, that's not true. Everything that we taught, everything that was taught back when I like, you know, like years ago, like in 2014, right? 2014, 2013. That's when like, that's when like science-based stuff came out. Like people before they, before you could even like, kind of like BS your way through it, you had to know it. Right. Right. Nowadays, there's like so many things where it's just like, you can have anybody who's like either certified or uncertified. And that's the scary thing is not everyone's certified. Right. And what is, they, what is certified? What, what kind of certification? Uh, so anything that could be out there. Right. So that be like, so that can be like, the top ones like NSCA and then uh, NASM, right? Those are great certifications and you can even get like, and, but then there's like sums on like, you know, like some on the low end of the totem pole that um, you can get like literally, I, I don't know the names of them. I'm not even gonna lie, but you, they're like some you can get like in like a month and it's sure. like requires no knowledge. Right. It's just like easy. Boom, boom, boom. And that's when you get like the guys like on Instagram and Twitter who are like, oh yeah, like 14 week, like, you know, yeah, cutting yeah. program, yes, like yes. specifically designed, right? And Get shredded. Yeah. And it's just like, the, it's like they're like, end up like they're 14. And like, right, they're, right, <laughs> it's like, right. It's like stuff like that. And that's like the scary thing, man. It's like, there's so much information out there from like so many people and you often can't like sift through it because like you don't, 
know if it's right or not, right. right? Like before people used to cite things. Now people don't cite things anymore, man, because it's a very opinionated point, right? Sure. Where um, it's cool because you like you almost in anything create your own philosophy around your training program, right? Um, but your philosophy not might not be right. You know, it's like because like say you say you say something that's like really that like that you think you believe, right? But oftentimes like it might not be like scientifically correct. Sure. Right. You might like I might say like that muscles like muscles need protein. But muscles need protein to grow, right? Someone might say, well, muscles don't need protein to grow. Like carbs need like you all you need is carbs, right? Right. It's carbs and fats, no protein, right? Protein's an essential like piece of your life, right? A lot of your hormones regulate off of protein and all these other things. Muscle grows off of protein. So it's like stuff like that where I've like read countless amount of things in that aspect and it like it it disappoints me because you find people in comments that are like, This is awesome, this is great, and you just want to be like, No. Right. It's not. It's wrong. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. wrong in so many levels. Right. Right. So it's like and it's like um I don't know, man. I think about that a lot, honestly. Right. Yeah, because like that's like ultimately there you are, you're good. Yeah, one sec. Well, our camera rang. It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, you were saying uh, but yeah, but honestly, I forgot what I was at, but it's all good. Like how, how information, like it's hard to mm, yeah, decipher kinda, what's real and what's not. Yes. Yes. So getting back to that, um, like there are many things out there that like people can kind of use, um, to do it. Like if you ever, if you ever have a question, like Google Scholar is an incredible thing, man. Yes. You can, you can type a lot of things into there and you know, if you know how to properly like do it, like do peer reviewed and scholar reviewed, like research articles, uh, you can find a, amazing things in that, in that like kind of wheelhouse rather than I would rather people do that than like go on to like, you know, like wiki how, like, like, you know, on, on, on all that stuff right? Sure. where, you know, you have your average person kind of like popping stuff in there and there are plenty of good podcasts out there too, man. There's like a lot. Like the one thing that pops into my mind is uh, Mind Pump and everything in there. Okay. They're great, great kind of great kind of format that puts things into perspective that people, the average listener, can understand. And I think like I think a majority of their listeners are not even personal trainers, man. It's like the general population. Sure. Right. And they they say they talk about things on levels that um that like like that you listen to it like it could be explained so difficult like with like so much difficulty right but they they really break it down to like the nitty gritty and it's like it's it's oddly satisfying to kind of hear that but they are but they're probably the most well-known podcast out there for for fitness truth you know you know at the you know like a majority of the stuff you they they say on there is backed by science because they usually say like oh i read in this research article that's what you want to hear before (laughs) the information exactly right but yeah man that's um that's just like i said i think about that all the time dude yeah so i i would say my best advice for people out there um is really just look into it like look for like if they cite things look look at what they cited and all that stuff and um don't like go for like the most popular thing. Like do some digging, right? Do some digging and know who you know who it's coming from, right? If it's from if you're going on like an Instagram post and you are looking at someone's fitness advice, look at the bio. Look at the bio. Sure. If you see like like nothing to bash like an influencer in any kind of way, but if you got an influencer who has like one or two posts that don't even pertain that pertain to fitness, right? Skip. Like you might think it's good. It might be someone you appreciate and that's totally cool. 
Like you, you can be, you can be as motivated to like, to like, you know, to do what they do, be what they want to be as much as possible, but know that there's someone else out there with like a ton of letters, like doctorates, like, you know, like anything, you know, that has something after their name, like check it out, make sure it like, you know, everything like kind of looks like it seems a okay. Sure. Go for it. Absorb it all. That's right. the biggest thing. Just absorb as much content, as much clean content as you possibly can, which is what I try to do. I'm terrible at it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, I have like this thing where I like, I do my mobility videos, right? And I do them like, I like made a joke and I'm like almost daily mobility videos. Cause I find like, I'm sure there's so like, I feel so, there's so little time in a day at times. And I hate to say that because I'm the one that advocates for like, you have so much time, right. To kind of be able to like fit those things in, right. Those little kind of things. And, I feel like I can't, but, um, I'm trying my best to try to get, get a handle on that. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a minute for sure. So, uh, would you say more of your, more of like what you know has come from your education or has, well, education as in like formal education, Mm -hmm. like school or has, is a lot of it just from you, like you said, doing the digging and figuring it out, figuring it out, man. I hate to say it. Um, I mentioned all the time, I feel like, um, like I, I, I loved going to Lewis and everything, but I like, um, there, there's only so much you can get from your education. Right. And like, and it's up to you to like, kind of be able to advance yourself upon like doing it. Like, like I said, kind of doing it yourself, like figuring out, like, you know, like look researching, like, you know, figuring out, like, like finding another research article, right. Finding a book, like, there are very few books out there that like still have good solid information. But if you know your coaches, if they have a book, I would say, I would say get it like a hundred percent. But majority of my knowledge has come from like, um, has come from my own digging. I got a lot of the terms, like, don't get me wrong. I got a lot of the terms from school, you know, like, um, I wouldn't know half the stuff that I would, I would know like proprioception. Like I wouldn't even know what that word is. Yeah. I have no idea what that is. That's like, that's (laughs) basically how your body moves and like space and time. Right. So you think of like how someone is able to like, like do all the crazy stuff in the dunk. Right. They're able to pass the ball underneath their legs, like throw it up above their head, catch it behind. That's like, that's, they know their body in that moment. Right. And that's all reactionary skills, you know? Absolutely. But if I but going back to it, if I didn't go to school, I probably would not have exactly known it as quickly as I gained it now. So, I mean, again, my advice is if you're if someone's in school or if, even if someone's not in school and is just kind of doing their certification, feels like they need to go to school, kind of do it yourself. See what see what you find, right? And that's where people I got to find their niches. If I didn't start doing my own digging, I wouldn't. I would still try. And, I would still. I honestly would probably still trying to like still try to be Mark Wahlberg's trainer. Cause that's what I wanted to do for a while. Yeah, who is who is that? You you mentioned him twice already. Honestly, cannot remember his name, but I can remember his face. Like, um, yeah. But he he trains like um, a ton a ton of people like sure. in uh, the movie industry, right? But Mark Wahlberg is his main dude. Okay. And um, I think I wanted to be him because just because like he was training a celebrity, right? Sure. And then like you think of like training a celebrity, you see like dollar signs, right? I feel like that's everyone, everyone's motivation at first when they first start working and getting into the things. I feel like no one exactly has that motivation of just doing it for everyone, right? Sure. Like, I want to do it for me, right? I want to get, I want to get, get paid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want to get money, right? Um, and I mean, at that point, you know, that only leads you so far. Right. And if I didn't uh, start doing my research, if I didn't um, see, like, get my nerd on with, like, all, all the reading, like, I would literally read my textbook for fun at times just because there's so many, there's so much information in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? And that's where I learned I want to be like uh, more on the like you know the strength side. Sure, mm-hmm. and that's what you're doing now. 
Yeah. So um, right now I'm uh, primarily working with um, this gym in Burridge called Experity Functional Strength. And we work uh, primarily with, um, I would say, the middle population. So our average client ranges from like um, uh, mid 30s up until like... um, we have like our oldest members right around 70 years old, man. Wow. I know. Yeah. And, uh, she's still, she's kicking it. Um, her name's like Lori Kelly and she's this super, super sweet, uh, little lady. And she like literally, uh, deadlifted 185 pounds for four reps. Nice. And everyone's just, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's just staring at her like, is this happening? (laughs) And that's like, I was like, man, if I look back at myself, like, you know, a while ago, Matt, I, I, I got, I probably would never picture myself in this scenario. And uh, I'm so thankful for that. I actually have this moment. Yeah. But it's um, but it's cool, man. Yeah, but from for primarily for the most part, Xperity, uh, we focus on getting people stronger, more comfortable in their bodies, and also driving more of like a healthy lifestyle into their lives, right? Wait, we want we not only want to bring someone in to make them stronger physically, right, but also like mentally as well, because um. You know, like average person that like might walk into a gym, like um, they're kind of down on themselves already. Like sure. they're at the lowest, they're at the lowest point of their physical, like physical fitness life, right? And they need something. Like they're look, they're outreaching for something, right? And our big, again, our biggest goal is to get them to that physical goal, but also to like get them out of that mental rut as well. And sure. we we pride ourselves on that because we'll have people that come in, like you know, they come and dressed up in, you know, like. A, like baggy t-shirt and all that stuff and like sweatpants and then you know a few months later they they might have stopped at lululemon got some leggings and maybe are in a tank top right yeah yeah that's a big change that's sure. a huge change in someone's because like that goes from looking at themselves in the mirror in day one and being like disappointed to looking at themselves like you know two months in to being like i'm a badass right yeah. i can do i'm you they become like almost like a part of the fitness lifestyle like yeah no one wants to admit it but everyone kind of wants to be a part of the meathead lifestyle yeah, like, yeah, yeah you know yeah. like <laughs> like i'm with it like i'm drinking my protein i'm having like my pre-workout like i got like all my my beats on i'm i'm getting to work right sure Every, like everyone kind of wants to be a part of that you know yeah. you like no matter who you are yeah like, i mean speaking from experience like losing 50 pounds i have gone from like a size 38 waist to like a 32 and it's like yeah it's it's bananas it's like i need a new belt right now because like there's not enough holes you know (laughs) it's it's crazy and that's the stuff that like keeps you going and i Mm -hmm. i had set a goal of like under 200 Mm -hmm. for like when i started and now it's like all right well maybe 190 sounds good or 185 sounds good or whatever so yeah it's like kind of ever evolving i mean i'm like fighting again and like out of my boxing gym and like trying to like get a fight in march and like that'd be awesome doing man. all this stuff yeah but yeah and i would have never even dreamed of fighting at 250 because mm-hmm. i'd be going up against absolute monsters yeah, like tanks yeah, yeah. like fr- refrigerators so, all like with legs yeah yeah dude but but yeah i just did it i mean the way i did it it was just like i was just focused on being at a deficit constantly and i'm like that it it almost makes me nervous like okay and like i'm constantly thinking okay i'm losing the weight but there's like i said there's all of this information out there and it's like there's always like is are you is what i'm doing right is mm-hmm. it the right thing to do and i'm like well i don't know but it's working right now so mm-hmm. i'm just kind of sticking with it but yeah but yeah it's there's so much that goes into it oh yeah there's a lot there's a lot and there's um I always tell people if you ever like if you ever need the advice of like of what of what you are if what you're looking at is legit like literally like I always say like 
people I always tell people just like either ask ask me or ask any other fitness professional, right? Like you probably have a coach and everything, or yeah. at least someone who trains you, right? They could probably see through the BS as well as much as I can, you know. And sure. that's like you go you go to someone you trust, right? To kind of like like sift through like all that stuff, you know. And but man, you're doing it right, dude. You you've gotten like that's a huge amount of weight yeah, to have lost, yeah. right? But I have to I have to check out that fight, man. If you if it ends up like going, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll, I'll, Don't I'll, get the money maker. Destroyed. It'll be posted on the on the gram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> my my podcast. <laughs> <face. laughs> um, but yeah, what a. So if all right, say, say take someone like me. Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I'm training for a fight. Yeah, should I be like supplementing? Like I I, I know absolutely nothing about supplementation. I'd never take supplements. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was in the CrossFit for like two three months, mm-hmm. and I was like taking protein and creatine. I had no idea what I was doing, or yeah. not creatine. It was beta alanine. Okay, yeah. Um, Makes your face tingle. Yes, very much. (laughs) Don't take too much of it. (laughs) Right. And uh, yeah, it was just like I walked into like the, you know, local armor nutrition or whatever it was. And the guy's like, yeah, take this. And I'm like, okay, cool. You have so many tattoos and you're sweating profusely. (laughs) I'm going to trust you. Right, right, right. Thank you. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, what what would your advice be for, for like, like, say someone like me for, you know, supplementation or, or should I just keep? keep going like because i want to be getting stronger Mm -hmm. and quicker and faster obviously but is is that even possible if i'm still trying to lose weight um yeah it's like there's always um there's always like a like you know something to help you out um i always tell people like supplements are great like um they are again supplements meant to supplement in something that's missing in your life right um the biggest one that i that i always i take is uh protein but Oftentimes, people don't even need protein. If you're doing, if you're, if you're dieting correctly, um, you can pr- usually get a majority of your protein in throughout your meals, right? Um, but I would say if there was like an end-all, be-all supplement to uh, what what to take, I would probably say um, protein and then creatine is pretty good. Like yeah. What does br- creatine do? I, I'm very confused about creatine because so I've creatine, heard it just like holds water. Yeah, and like yeah, it does a lot that? of stuff. Like I will not even a lot of stuff. It does help. It does make you hold water, which is why you have to drink a lot of water. But people like so the common misconception is like you know, like I took creatine, I gained like X amount of pounds. Sure, right? a lot like because you retain water. Water still like people. I feel like people think like you know like. The, fe- the whole feather and rock thing they look at like feathers and like oh it doesn't weigh a lot like you know if a, like a like you know a thousand a thousand pounds of feathers equal equals the same amount of like that like thousand pounds to a stone right sure um same thing with like creatine like oh you'll gain like a lot of people will gain weight from what i've like from what i've seen and what i like i believe is from majority of water weight right but um it's been it's probably i would say one of the more studied supplements out there on the market um, in my opinion, I feel like it works. It works for a very short time though, um, especially because you think of like when you first introduce something into your body, it like absorbs it, right? It's like it's like the new toy. The body wants it and like wants to use it, right? Okay. Because it's like, it's trying to figure out what it, what it does, right? So um, creatine will, will naturally just kind of build strength and everything um, and build and it'll bring about more muscle size, right? Not everything's proven. That's like in that, but sure. that's the main thing, right? Is you do we really know? Not really. Sure. Do we have enough evidence of it? Kind of, right? So I'd probably say if you're trying to uh, get stronger, right? Creatine and protein is a perfect thing like to kind of supplement into your lifestyle, and also like um, like I said, if 
someone's not getting enough protein into their life, I, like a supplemental protein shake could also help. Sure. You know, because that's, um, I would feel like, I feel like not like, I feel like majority of like general population or people like, even like me, I realized that I would realize I was not, um, like, you know, intaking the amount of calories that I needed to like within my meals, uh, recently. Right. And, um, I needed to take a step back and like rethink, um, what my meals consisted of. Right. Um, where, like how much how much more protein I need, and I've never I've never been a macro guy. I think because um I did a competition a while ago, like um, bodybuilding. Yep, nice. I know. Yeah, it was uh, it was. I, Is that grueling? Oh, dude, it's yeah, t- god awful, terrible. It was, <laughs> it was t- so bad, so bad. Everyone's always like, I want to do a bodybuilding competition. Right. Like, I always say like everyone and everyone asks me should I do it. I'm like, Dad, I will never tell you not to do something if your heart if your heart if you want to do it. I will tell you to do it. Sure. I mean, unless you want to do like, like, you know, like heroin. I'm, you know, yeah, 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 no, let's take a pass. Off yeah. That, right? yeah but, right. um, but if someone wants to like actually legitimately try something, I'll be like, go for it. But my personal experience was, um, uh, it made me have a negative experience with food because the dieting is so hard. Uh, you like you start at like it's awesome because you start this calorie surplus because you need to put on muscle and then the more you get to the competition you have to start to uh, cut right which means you cut calories out of sure. specific things and your body relies on like a certain like you know certain ma- like you know like macronutrients and everything and like um, and calories right uh, to like kind of survive and once you start taking those things out of your body and really kind of putting it on the low level of things stuff doesn't act right right you right. like mentally um mentally you'll go down and everything like um like when i did my competition i was so irritable and really? i'm like i'm the yeah i'm the night i'm I, feel, I, I like to say i'm the nicest guy you are the nicest guy i appreciate Can it confirm. <laughs> thank you thank you I, um you know and when i was on my competition i was i was so i was like i would get irritated by the biggest things and it was worse because i did my competition my sophomore year of of college oh wow yeah so and that was like the big that was probably probably the year that a lot of stuff was happening like you know you move out of freshman dorm you get out like you get into like the bigger dorms like where like you know it's like it's no longer dry it's like you know and now it's a wet dorm so you get to sure. have parties and everything and i was like irritated because people would be coming in and out of the dorm and i would literally like i remember i would there would be a little bit of party going on and i would just close my door I'd be so irritated. And I like, I regret that because I missed out on so many fun things. Right. But also I was like, I was constantly tired, man. I, I napped a lot. I napped a lot. And my lifts, like, like my strength decreased a ton. And it's like you, and like you said, another big mental thing is like you, you kind of like lose confidence in yourself because you don't look, you look good, but you don't look like you. You know, it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I'm like shredded, all my muscles showing, but like, you know, like I, you know, I remember I was a medium when I was like before I did my show and I became like a size small in a shirt and I was like, Wow, this sucks. Yeah. I'm like, I do not like this. I do not like I didn't I like I did not like doing it at all. I ended up playing fourth uh, I ended up placing fourth out of like um eighteen dudes. And um I would never do it again. Really? Yeah, no. Just because of how grueling it was? Yeah. Just, just like I love to eat food, man. Yeah. Food is like well you probably know food's such a social aspect. Yes. You know, like you go out I remember I would go out with people and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat anything at that table. I would literally wait till I would have to get back to my dorm, get my bland chicken breast, chicken and rice, rice, yeah, broccoli yeah. with no seasoning. Like I would have, like I would text my coach. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm struggling today. Can I at least? And he's like, okay, you can have like a packet of ketchup. 
wow i'll be like sick yeah yeah <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah. i'm like sitting over there like, just trying to get like every little like bit of ketchup onto the chicken because i was like man it's just so bad but wow yeah and i, I couldn't drink either sure yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's i like, mean alcohol has got to be terrible for you just all around yeah I'm, i i remember i had like yeah it, it like it is yeah it's yeah. a good point it's a good point um I remember, like, I, I, um, I kind of broke, and uh, we were having like this party at my dorm, and everyone. I used to, I used to try to fit in with everybody. This is really, this is a really sad story. I used <laughs> to try to fit in with everybody by walking around this party. I would have a like a Coors Light in my hand, unopened, just chilling there. Nice. And, and I was like, just because I was just like, and it was like a big mental thing. It was a mental thing because I'd be like, I want to drink this, but I can't, so I won't. So I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna like let yep. it tease me. Yep. I'm not gonna drink it. Until one day I literally drank it and um, it was like right when I was really seriously kind of hitting hard on my diet, like lowest calories, like pretty lean, like with my body fat percentage. I remember I woke up the next day and I was like, everything hurt, dude. I uh, felt like swollen yeah. and you felt, I felt like so lethargic and the craziest thing was it was off of one beer. Oh, you only drank one? Only drank I one. thought you meant like, oh, I just broke and it drank 12 that no, night. No, I legit only had the one. Wow. And my body reacted so poorly to it. But think, but you think like, you know, like, I think uh, Mike Cut was about 14, 14 or 16 weeks of dieting or something like that right around that time. It's hard for me to remember the exact timing also because it was all all like all blur in itself. But um I cut it out literally like the first day and like, you know, I'm, you know, thinking like however many weeks in, like 10 or 12 weeks in of not drinking like anything and not having like a single bad, like piece of food in my diet. Right. Like my body was just like, whoa, like dude. Yeah. Like that was, that's, this is not okay. And that's like the thing that I always tell people like that, like brings me back to like whenever I, like whenever I compete and people are like, you know, I want to compete or I, are they really not even competing? They really start, they want to start this really rigorous diet where they're not like, where they're not like they're eating super, super clean and not drinking anything. And I'm like, you need, your body kind of needs that, you know, like it needs to have like, he's like, honestly, like foods like that, even though they're bad contains like a contains a lot of the stuff that the body feeds off of right and it kind of needs to like kind of like have just to for one to make, remain mentally sane and for the body to have, just like be exposed to it because god forbid you go to a wedding and you're looking at your plate and you're like i can't i can't eat this right because you like say like you say you eat it and then you're in the bathroom for the rest of the wedding that's like you, you miss out on it right so i always tell people if you're going on a serious diet like give yourself that you know like one meal a week everyone always talks about a cheat day like sure. don't make it a freaking cheat day make it a cheat meal where you kind of like you treat yourself to something nice whether it's something excessive as like you know a five guys burger with like you know extra large fry on the side yeah, right? yeah, yeah. or something is like sushi man like that's like usually my like my biggest my like my biggest cheat meal that i would love to have like when i was like when i actually kind of got back into dieting was um was sushi right sure and it's just because it's like you you get everything with it man I yeah i don't know if you're a fan of sushi but i, I love like, sushi i can i can pound like a few rolls yeah I'm yeah like, especially like it's it's so do you like the cooked sushi or do you do all the the raw stuff no, I, I i love like the dragon roll you ever have that is, is that does that have like the like uh the deep fried shrimp in there yes. yeah yeah yes. oh, <laughs> don't yes. talk to me i think yes. it, i think it's called a tempura yeah yeah oh man i i like i i just i can't i go to like i go to um i think it's like all you can eat sushi do my anxiety goes up 
Really? Yeah, because you like it's like you look at the menu. It's like oh, you can eat sushi, and, and like a star, there's like a star, sure. and like in the fine, re- it's like it's like two dollars for every piece you don't eat. Yeah, and I get yes, that. I have <laughs> seen that. And then I'm like, you know, my my myself, like you know, my inner fat kid comes out. I get like you know, like four rolls and everything. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling good. Maybe get me one more roll because you know why not? It's all you can eat. And I'm looking at it. And it's like a freaking eight roll. It's like eight rolls or eight yeah. pieces of sushi in one roll. And I'm like, right. I messed up. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like sweating because, you know, I've ate so I've eaten so much food. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, how am I going to eat? Am I going to like shove this in my pants? Or am yeah, I gonna, like, yeah like, right. Am I going to be that guy that's right. just walking Save out? Save four like, bucks. Yeah. And like, a, and like a, a roll falls out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Never right. right. Luckily, that's never happened. Actually, like um, one time, like uh, me and my girlfriend, we went to a sushi restaurant and we were like, she got this terrible, terrible sushi roll, man. And it was just like. It was like something nasty. I had like wasabi oh. sauce on there. It was like this weird warm crab meat, and it had like a it had a ton of cream cheese. Right? Okay, and we like I literally gagged eating it, right? And it got yeah. to a point literally she was like, she looked at it and she was like, don't like she like put it into like the soy sauce <laughs> and just like started mushing it up, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like dissolved into like the soy sauce and like like I think the way picked it up looked at looked at us and like looked at the soy sauce and just like walked away and like we didn't get charged yeah, for it. Like, yeah, you can't tell what we did. It's all good. We're right. just messy eaters. You know? Right. I don't know how we got to this point of sushi. Um, we're talking about cheat meals, like yeah, or something yeah. like that. But well, and yeah, that's that's basically what helped me lose all the weight. Obviously, is like I changed my relationship with food. I was like, I was the guy that was like, Oh, I'm hungry. I'm just going to go eat whatever, like whatever I'm craving or whatever I want. Like there was no thought process that went into anything I was eating. It was, Mm -hmm. it was pure like, Oh, I want pizza right now. Go get a gigantic slice of Nona's pizza or, you know, Oh, I want five guys or, Oh, I want like anything. Like Mm -hmm. I would eat anything. And, when I started, so I, I started eating like a f- like fasting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was kind of when I learned, I was like, okay, so like I need to be thinking about what I'm eating. And that started because I would eat like my like big giant meal for mm-hmm. the day and then I'd be already thinking about what I'm going to eat tomorrow. And mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, so I'm putting a lot more thought into it. But so how do you, how do you structure your diet? Like. Do you, how much leeway do you give yourself at this point? I mean, I know you obviously work out all the time. Is there like, can you, do you eat like junk food? Are you, you know, is that like, okay to you? Like, I know you said like a cheat meal every mm-hmm. now and then, mm-hmm. but like, is that a regular part of your life or is that just like, no, I just, I eat clean all the time because um, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do. I would, um, I would be lying if I said I ate clean all the time. Like, I feel like uh, my girlfriend will listen to this and be like, she's like, you're a liar. Yeah. yeah you yeah. lied on that podcast. <laughs> and I was like, and I was sitting there like all disappointed. And right. Right. And all, but, um, I'd also be lying if I didn't say I had like uh, gummy bears in my front seat. Cause I do like, I like, um, sure. I'm, but it, I mean, that's like the kind of thing it's like, can, and you were talking about when you're on like the diet for bodybuilding, is it like, it's just miserable eating like that all the time. 100%. Like you said, food is just good. Yeah. If it's good. It's good. Exactly. Right. And, um, like, so I think that, um, how I structure my diet, uh, getting back to that one before I forget that, cause I will forget it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, with, um, structuring my diet, I just, um, I focus on my three main meals being like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. Just getting down to those things, right? And I'm, um, my boss has actually helped me out a ton with trying to get that down, right? Because um, he wants me to try to help 
um, doing nutrition and everything. So like sure. for me, for me to talk to talk, you gotta walk it, right? You know, that's how they say it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was about to say I, I, I mess things. Up. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, don't, de- you know, like get out of, get make like a tree and like and get out of here, man. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. Oh wait, wait, that does not, that's not how that works. But um, but so we, uh, so he made me um. And it was uh, completely getting out of my comfort zone uh, where I had to start tracking my meals again. Right. And um, because that's like, again, that's where it got me. Like, that's where it got me like all like messed up is like, I got so obsessed with like hitting my numbers. Right? Yep. Like I got hit my macros. I got hit my protein. Right. Yep. Now it's uh, more so like, I just try to meet my body. Like, you know, when it comes to protein, you know, cause that's my main thing is I'm trying to build muscle. I just try to hit my, I try to hit my body weight, if not more. Right. And uh, so I structure my meals uh, specifically with breakfast. Um, I try to at least like hit a certain amount of grams per pro like grams um, within that uh, meal. Right. Just to kind of start the day. Right. Um, I at least want to try to get at least 47 grams of protein in. Right. Okay. So, and then I always want to try to get protein, uh, carbs and at least a fat in. Right. Cause those are your three major, like, you know, your macros, right. Is protein, carbs and fat. Mm-hmm. So um, every meal should include at least uh, one bit of those. And I try to make it as nutrient dense as possible. Now, what nutrient dense? Nutrient dense is pretty self-explanatory, right? You look at a donut, and then you look uh, that has like you know like sugar and fat, right? And then people like you know then you look at something like you know an apple or some, and it's sure. like they could have like oh my, obviously not similar like ma- like you know macros and everything, but one has one can get you the same amount of carbs while still having more vitamins and nutrients in it than the other, right? That, does that make sense? Definitely. Cool, cool. So I try to make sure that like all of like all the foods that I incorporate into my diet have like are nutrient dense in certain aspects. So um protein carbs and fats in breakfast and then same thing with lunch. I permanently stick my protein with like chicken, even though it's starting to get boring right now. Um, sure. that's all I can make because if I feel like if I make anything else, I'll ruin it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, with, with chicken, you just pop it, you <laughs> pop it in the oven, you season it, pop it in the oven and pop it right back out and you're all good. Sure. Right? Um, and I try to make my plate as colorful as possible. That, like that sounds like a, like a very childish thing to say, but um, looking at the food pyramid or the my food plate that like, um, like that's good. For, that's a good thing for people to kind of go off of. Um, even though, it, again, that's not the best either, because their like recommendations for things are like oftentimes um, kind of like you might think it's like you. It's not the best where it's like you. It's like under the limits of a lot of things, or where I would put like you know where you think like I would like you know I would be at, or like someone else would be at, right? Sure. So um, you think of like you know you want to have like you know like as much color on your plate with like you know vegetables and fruits right and then um just kind of mixing that in so that's what i try to do my best uh, my best job with is by getting all my like my macros in uh, in a meal as possible making it nutrient dense trying to see as much color as i possibly can while also like being as happy as i can be while eating right and that's usually like you know like where i kind of base it off of right i base uh, my my diet off of like how i'm feeling you know like and um, if I need like a pick me up and everything, right. If I'm like, man, I do not want to eat bland chicken again, or I do not want to like have tilapia. I might like, I, I'll try to pick something healthy. Like, you know, I'll go like to subway, right. And try to do something good. Or I'll gotcha. go like, if, and if I, if I'm going to do like probably one of my messiest meals, I'll go like to like Chipotle. Right. And that's like, and you can make like, um, you can make Chipotle healthy. Like a lot of people are, get, um, overweight off Chipotle because like they get everything yeah right but if you if you do it right you can really really make it what what's doing chipotle right i eat chipotle not even joking 
at least two times a week. It's dangerous, man. Like they got like one on ninety fifth, and they got the one. Yeah, yes. the one. And it's quick, and it. Oh, dude, it is as far as I can tell, semi not terrible. Like yep. it's not fried or mm-hmm. whatever. But so what's what's an ideal Chipotle? So what I what I would like what I would usually say is uh, if you don't want to get the carbs within your protein bowl or you are your um, protein bowl, geez thinking about already <laughs> yeah yeah i'm right. uh, thinking of like in your burrito bowl right because that's usually what i go with because it's yeah. easy i mean it's easy to kind of like do that because like you know with the tortilla and then having like you know your you know your rice on top of that your beans everything it kind of adds up fairly quickly with the bowl at least you can kind of control it and all that stuff right um if you don't want to have the carbs with the rice you can always substitute it with lettuce you can make it a salad bowl is sure. what they call it yeah it might not be the most filling thing in the world, but it's like one of the biggest substitutes that you can do there, right? And um, black beans over pinto beans. Um, black beans have a lot of protein in them, um, so if you ever if if you ever like uh, don't want to get f like to do the extra scoop of like meat, right? Uh, whether it's like whether you get um, steak or chicken, like um, it all depends on preference, right? Taste as well. Um, red meat, red meat. Um, I like red meat a lot and everything. There are like studies that show that it causes inflammation within the body, but that's only with like, ex- ex- like you know, taking in like excessive amounts of it, right? Okay. But um, you know, if you don't want to do like you know an added scoop of like whatever, um, whatever your meat is, you can always do like you know an added scoop of the beans, right? Um, but going on from there, um. Doing the salsas for the most part, you like pico, like their pico there, like their medium is like you. It's there's not much that you can get from like from over calories in that. Sure. Right? And um, I usually stay away from like the cheese and the sour cream just because those are the biggest things that like that will put like calories into that meal, right? Okay. Because like you know it's like high in fat, right? And not that there's anything wrong with like ex- you know and taking excessive amounts, but if I want to take in fat, I'd rather get it from the guacamole. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, you think guacamole is nutrient dense as well. Yeah. Yep. There you Boom. Go. Hey, it's in your head, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So, but that's like the basic thing is like, you know, it's like you, I don't want anyone to ever think, have to think of like they look at food. And because before when I used to look at food, I used to see like, I used to see the numbers and everything. It's like, like a chore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like, this, this has like 46 grams of protein or 30 grams of protein. This is not going to, this is not going to fill me up. I'm going to need to eat like, you know, a tuna pack when I go home or something like that. Right. But um, if you're trying to be like, um, if you're trying to be as safe as possible with your calories, um, just like keeping the, just keeping the back of your head, what does what or what includes what, you know, um, me personally, I, I keep the rice in my, I keep the rice in my bowl. Like um, for, for me to work out, I have to have, I have to have some carb source because I usually work out like right around like um, three o'clock ish. So I usually get like at least my breakfast and my lunch in and then one major snack in like between those two, which usually is like, um, I'll do like cottage cheese and like, um, berries. And then I'll do like something else. Like usually, uh, like oatmeal, something like that. Okay. And that's like a snack. And, um, again, it's something that's better than having like uh, ho-hos or something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. But cosmic I, brownie. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but that's like, uh, that's the major thing that, um, I always tell people is just be, just be conscious of it, you know, look at it. If it looks like you shouldn't be, you should be having, or you don't need that extra scoop of sour cream, do not get the extra scoop of right. sour cream. And it's nice because you can, you can honestly say like a little bit of sour cream. And Chipotle is like, you know, I've, at times I feel like they're really like skimpy with it, so they're like, 
All right, yeah, dude. Yeah. Drink little wine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. What I wanted, dude. You were going to give me that anyway, but you made it extra thin at that Right, point, right. That's like the one thing I, I don't know, man. It's one thing about I hate about Chipotle sometimes is I feel like they uh, they, they really skip me out of my stuff sometimes. It's like, yes. I would say it irritates me, but I'm like sitting there, I'm like, Man, I am hungry right now, and you would. I, I like. I'll sometimes ask for like a double scoop of rice in yeah. case I'm like low on my carbs or something like yep. that, and be like, okay. And they'll give me like a scoop, and then a, and like a half scoop of my. Like I a, know that's the, that a, is a the little, normal serving. Yes. Don't you give me that, yes. man. Been there. Yeah. Me and uh, me and my buddy Mikey, we had like a strategy. We we used to drive to work together, and we started at noon, so we also like grab lunch before we went, got to work. Mm-hmm. And there was like a strategy. It was like okay. When you're asking for the meat, you ask for the meat, and then once they're completely done putting it in, then you ask for an extra scoop. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, actually, can I get extra? And they have to do the full scoop. Yep. So there, there's there's the whole strategy behind. They're it. like, they're like, oh, you got to pay extra for that. I'm like, it's good because yeah. you actually gave me the correct serving. Right, you know? right, yep. right. Yep. Um, hopefully that made sense. I, I no, absolutely. I go into like my. If something doesn't make sense, trust me, I will ask you about it. All right, gotcha. Um. Is there anything that you are like, like food wise that you're just like sworn against that you're like, that is just all out, just bad for you and nobody should be eating it? Ah, oh, man. Let me think. Because like, well, I mean, obviously, like I said, when I was like dieting, I like cut out the the, the soda or like all the, the BS and like mm-hmm. the refined sugar. I like I pretty much don't eat any added sugar to any, yeah. anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And that has been like in terms of calories, at least yeah. insanely oh, effective. Yeah. So I would say like anything like, you know, like everyone's like on that high fructose corn syrup kind of thing. Like they're totally against it. I would say like, say like stay anything away from that. Like again, like high sugary like items. Um, if you really are hankering for like, like a lot of people like, like, um, like fruit, something sweet right instead of getting like a doles cup like sure you might not get like like and people like dump out the syrup i'm like it's still absorbed into it so like go for go for like the more natural thing right and i don't mean organic like oftentimes like organic things are priced so it's it's like one thing annoys me is like that organic things are priced so heavily yeah and that the healthier things are always more expensive than the things that are bad for you yes you know and that's like the one thing that like it irritates me like to my core because I'm like, dude. Yeah, because you're actually trying to eat healthier and yeah, right. And the more whole world is man. Yeah. Like you, Siri. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even say anything to you. Sorry about that. You're good. Versus your phone now. <laughs> yeah, man, so rude. But um, I feel like I feel like a lot of obesity and like and. I, I don't even think I, I'm not even too sure, but I would, I would hope that poverty would be like, you know, we helped out if certain things were made more available to like them, you know, no because doubt. I remember, um, you know, I hear stories about people who like end up like going to like going into cardiac arrest or, or getting like, or like, you know, dying. Right. And you figure out like, you know, like, Oh, they could have done it by eating healthier. You know, they sure. could have like, they could have, they could have had like a salad once in a while until you figure out that that person literally have, didn't have any money to buy a kale salad right. from Pete's or Walmart right. or anywhere else, man. And that's where I consider myself fortunate enough to actually like, you know, like, you know, make the amount that I do that I can eat like as healthy as I do. Uh, but I, that's why I feel bad for people. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you think about like the cheap, like think about if you're like, okay, I need to make it through the week with $10 to spend, you're going to eat 
ramen Mm -hmm. and a pound of spaghetti and you know all the cheapest stuff is like not necessarily very good for you or nutrient dense dollar menu items man yeah dude it's like it's 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 really it's it's incredible uh just like to kind of see that like we're doing like um i feel like I feel like that so many there there could be so many things like I don't, I, I wouldn't even know where to start and everything. So I guess you could call me hypocrite, like by saying like there's so much that we can do uh, to kind of to kind of bring people about into like kind of making things more affordable. But I mean, until until it comes into it, I feel like people are always going to have to are always going to go for the unhealthier items before they do the healthier stuff. Right. Right. But, but going back to your original question, Matt, I would say like um, stay away from like high fructose corn syrup stuff. Uh, anything that's really heavily processed, right? Um, kind of stay out of like again, like um, like a lot of canned things. Terrible, yeah. Just yeah. because, like, you think of like how long, how like you know the shelf life on it compared to like other things, they it can last like for like years. Yeah, there's a reason why it can last. For right. Years. I mean, it's either loaded up with a ton of like with a ton of salt or. Or whatever else they use in there in, you know, in like whatever, like I wouldn't say chemical, but like whatever they use. Preservatives. Uh, perver- preservatives, yeah, to help it, you know, maintain its freshness over time, sure. you know. But that would be the main thing. Just like um, stay away from that, especially when it comes to kids, you know, like kids don't need high fructose corn. So right. That's like, Yeah, they're hyper bad. enough to begin with. Dude, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, geez. Yeah. I like kids being hyper, man. Right. Well, and like you think about. Like a a typical like kids school lunch. I mean, you're going to get like a peanut butter jelly sandwich, Mm -hmm. which sugar in the jelly, peanut butter and bread is like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then the Doritos. And then, like you said, a ho-ho and a pack of gummy bears. And like, it's just like all crap. It's just Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's just, it's kind of wild to think about that yeah dude and you think of like you remember like what you ate back in like you know the the lunches that they made that the school actually provided to you well like rita too yeah it was all it was all junk food all junk food dude terrible (laughs) and that was another thing man i remember i was like dude i can bring a dollar a dollar 25 and get like a basket of fries before i could get this chicken wrap that was like it was like five bucks i was like (laughs) <laughs> what like why why would i get yes. that you know yes. and uh you know at times like you know i don't know like i don't know like how like my i i don't know about anybody else's parents but my parents um love them to death but i feel like the the age that they grew up in like you know they're like yeah a bologna, bologna sandwich and cheese that's like that'll that's healthy you can eat that and right, i'm like right. dude are you even like i even want to know like i don't exactly know it's in bologna but i know it can't. i don't think anyone does I, it's mystery meat man yes. and it's just like stuff like that you, you don't want to bring that to eat like, dude, I don't want to eat right. that, man. My parents are the same exact way. It was like mac and cheese and hot dogs and just like it was whatever the right. grocery store was putting in front of everybody, exactly, which is right? mostly crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dad still eats that canned ham stuff. It's called Spam. Spam. Oh. Yeah. My dad loves dude, it too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I look, I look in the, fr- in the <laughs> fridge and it's just like this this grimy piece of like right. chunk of meat right. next to like cheese whiz. Yeah. I'm like, and he's <laughs> yeah. just like. You want some spam butt? And yeah. I'm like, no, dude. You know the war is over, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's like yeah. got some steel crackers on the side. He's yes. like, that's oh, so good. Yes. Yeah, my dad. He's like, he's like, we expired a month ago. He's like, there's cra- they're crackers. They don't expire. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I'm like, what do you mean? That's, things expire, dude. Right, oh, right. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to ask you about like working out. Yeah. What is what is what is your like philosophy behind that like say say 
like okay you know jake barcelona right mm-hmm. he's trying to like get huge he's Massive. like bul- it's bulking season for yeah, bars yeah and uh so like and me and him we always talk about it because i'm losing weight he's trying to gain weight mm-hmm. so we're we're always like you know looking things up comparing notes like mm-hmm. he the other day he was like I thought red meat was bad for you. And we like had a 20 minute discussion about like how we neither of us really know if it's bad for you or not bad Mm -hmm. for you because we'd each heard separate things. Yeah. So like what what's like the what's the working out? What like how do you how do you I'll ask you this. How do you go about structuring like a plan like your own workout regimen? That's awesome. Good question. Great question, actually. So there's a lot of things that you can do. Uh, What I've learned is you should always um, mix power, strength, and hypertrophy into your program, right? And that's uh, primarily what I uh, what I try to like do within myself is I try to mix at least uh, two of those three, if not both, right? And it it depends, like you know, on what you're doing, right? So if you are an athlete, you technically want, like not even technically, you actually want to incorporate all three. If you're someone who is- What, what is hypertrophy? Uh, hypertrophy is like uh, the building of, mu- building of muscle. Oh, so, okay. So um, it's like literally like, um, so you think of hypertrophy as like a lot, of, like, like, you know, high reps, like not like super high reps, like 20 and not like low reps to like like six. Like you, I would probably consider like, like um right around the right around the range of like low reps of eight up to the most of like maybe twelve if fifteen right okay and that's like um so if I if I was putting like if I was give you that exact number I would say like eight to fifteen reps right okay and that's like right around when you want to stay some people might say ten to fifteen me personally I've seen great muscle growth off of like the eight to fifteen rep range right um so and that's um so that's what technically Barcelona is trying to achieve, right? He's trying to achieve like a hypertrophy program where he would might, if he was, if he was a sit down, if I was to sit down with him, I would probably, I would, I would um, probably include um, strength exercises mixed in with hypertrophy, right? So start with strength because your body is freshest at the beginning of the workout. Strength so you, is just lift heavy. Yep. Pretty much. So like strength is like uh, right around um, low, lowest, lowest rep you want, you would probably want to hit is like three or four. And then the most you like hit is like six, right? Six to seven. That's so, interesting. That how do you pronounce it? Hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. A lot of people pronounce it the first, like either way. So hypertrophy okay. or hypertrophy. Like okay. I pronounce it hypertrophy. So I'll pronounce cool. it the way you pronounce it. Okay. Hypertrophy. It, it's a tongue twister, man. <laughs> it's, 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 it's legit. That's interesting. Twist. That like strength isn't the same as like muscle growth because mm-hmm. you'd think like the bigger your muscles, the stronger you are. Yep. And that's and that is a specific case why a lot of people they'll do like specific hypertrophy programs and it only works like for a certain amount of time. It's not the end all be all to gaining to gaining muscle, right? Because like you said, you said exactly uh, to like, you know, as you get stronger, the muscle will grow because the muscle has like a certain capacity where, you know, it's like, like, that's why you see like a string bean is not able to lift like, you know, like a hundred and like 50 pounds, right? right? Like easily, right? It might be a struggle for them, but you, then you see like someone who's like built up a little bit of size, like, you know, and can like lift it like five times, right? So you always want to be on the spectrum of incorporating both into a program, um, at least in my opinion, right? Uh, because you can't you can't achieve one without the other. They work hand in hand uh, together as one, right? So um, I would probably program like uh, two uh, major strength exercises, and then um, after that, uh, mainly hit like maybe uh, 
two uh, supersets of, um, of hypertrophy, if not like three, right? Depending on what you're doing. Uh, superset is when you stack one exercise and on top of another. So like um, a common superset you would see out there that a lot of people do to build their arms is they'll do like hammer curls and then they'll do something with like uh, a tricep extension. Like, and it's like two, it's like killing birds with two, like uh, killing two birds with one stone. Right. Sure. Um, uh, oftentimes you'll see people stack like, you know, um, bicep curls, right. Alternating dumbbell curls. And then they'll, like they'll go to an exercise where they grab a barbell and they'll do like empty barbell curls for like 15 reps, right. To flood the muscle with blood, which, um, once the muscle is like, once the muscle is torn down and you flood um, more blood into the muscle, right. Uh, that'll increase the size, right. And that's like getting a good pump, right? Exactly. Right. Okay. So that's why you get a lot of your pump chasers out there. Right. So like, that's like, you know, your typical like high school that goes into the gym, right. Is like, he chases a pump. He's doing like, he's basically doing a hypertrophy program. He's doing as many, he's like doing a ton of reps with moderate weight, uh, for like with as little rest as possible. And it's like, he'll see, like you'll look in the mirror, his like veins are popping. He's sure. got like his muscle sizes increased. Right. Cause that's what happened. Like, you know, the, tore the muscle down. Now the muscle has a ton of blood in it and all stuff. And now like you are jacked. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day, like your size goes down because like the muscle is now repairing itself. Right. And it's not as big as it used to be. Right. Because you don't have all the blood in there. But, um, but typically, like uh, that's um, that's the main thing. If uh, you're trying to build muscle, like yeah, strength and hypertrophy need to be a core focus within your program, right? And um, like I said, typically you want to start with strength first, since you're freshest and you're at your strongest, and then you want to go into hypertrophy as well. And also, like um, if like people always ask me how long they should work out for. Typically, like 60 minutes is the most I would ever go. I would even push it sometimes. Like, I'll push my workouts to about, like, um, like a hour 15. Anything more than that, like, it's, like, really detrimental to your body. Um, really? Just, yeah, studies have shown that people who, like, go into the gym and they do, like, a 90-minute workout, they do, like, a two-hour workout or something like that, right? They will... Um, they actually see muscle, like muscle size decrease, right? So wow. um, there's a specific term for that, which means go, which means catabolic, which is me, which is like the muscle literally is eating itself, right? Okay. Because it's like you're overtraining yourself. That now the the body is like how is like counter. It's like it's like counteracting, right? Sure. It's like stop and like and um the way of it stopping you from doing that is literally making you feel like crap by your muscles being sore all the time. And also by you like losing size, right? And it's like it's a terrible thing you never want to get into. So to prevent that, I always tell people like forty five minutes up to like an hour fifteen is, is best, okay. right? So, um, but that's like the main thing. And like, and obviously in your case, you're doing it right. You're doing like you're doing like um, I would assume you're probably like you know doing um, sparring, right? For mm -hmm. boxing, yeah. everything, ton of cardio. Yep cardio so that's good so you're getting like all your endurance training in and yep. i assume that you're still like trying to build like doing some kind of strength right well yeah i'm I, like i said i just started training again so i lost all the weight and was like oh wow i'm at a weight where i could like start fighting again mm -hmm. so i like got back in the gym and like, i'm at a point where i'm like i don't really know what to do because like i said i'm trying to still lose weight but gain strength yeah. and that's like I'm like, oh, ah, yeah, it's so much because like, initially it was just like, oh, I just like a deficit. I'll do a bunch of cardio. And that's all I did for three months and mm -hmm. lost a bunch of weight. And I was like, OK, cool. But now I like want to be strong again. <laughs> yeah. And so typical things like that with fighters, you'll see like a lot of their programs and like um, revolve around specific days. What someone what people like often call is a split. 
Like what's your like people are like what's your split, man? That's like it's like a fancier turn of saying like what do you like like what like what do you do on specific days during your workout, right? And you could commonly tell like um like you know you ask the lifter what his split is, he'll say like I deadlift on Mondays, I squat on Wednesdays, I bench press on like Fridays, okay. right? You like might be like oh I spar on like I spar and do drills on like you know Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and on Tuesday, Thursday I go to the gym and I do like my strength and power work, which is typically what like um, a fighter should be focused focusing on um, more is like um, obviously strength and a little bit more power because fighting is uh, typically is it there involves a lot of power in it like whether what's the difference between strength and power uh, so like strength uh, so again strength strength and power go hand in hand together with like again if you can't be like you can't be super powerful without being super strong right um, so obviously like um, with what my definition of power is being strong in as fast as fast as possible like explosiveness exactly so yes that's a, that's legit like the perfect definition for it cool. right so like um so you think of like when someone like you know when someone is able to explode off the uh, off the blocks and race very very right. quickly Sprinter, right? right that's like literally they're being that's like that's a lot of strength in in very 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 little time right they're able to like get their muscles to fire off like super quickly, like literally in like a millisecond at times, right? And um, that's like where a lot of power comes from. You see power. That's from where you like, get like vertical from, right? Exactly. When people dunk, right? Sure. You're not gonna you're not gonna have a great vertical unless you have a lot of power within you, right? And then you're not gonna have like a lot of power unless you have a lot of strength. And that's like that's the cool thing. Like when it comes to the science of it, is like you like you can't just do one thing at a time. Everything helps each other, right? So. Um, but that's like where like a lot of a lot of that stuff comes from. But like again, with fighters, you'll notice a lot of them do like Olympic lifts, right? A lot of Olympic lifts involve power. You know, you also see not a lot of them do a lot of Olympic lifts, a lot of Olympic lifts because a lot of them you can achieve doing like doing other movements. Like uh, so, there's um there's like this term called triple extension um, that uh, you you have like when you do a clean, right? So you're extending from like three points, right? So you're spending like um, that, like you achieve during that lift. You can achieve triple extension by doing like um, by doing a vertical jump, or what um, what I used to have people do like uh, before that um, would you take a barbell? You literally just take the barbell and you just kind of jump and pop it up, sure. right? So you're achieving like um, extension. like you're about to clean clean it. Mm-hmm. Yep, essentially, and then you just kind of like take the barbell, you jump up, and you just kind of like shrug it up, essentially, right? right. So it's bomb half but clean. It's safer because like you know um a lot of things like mobility goes into like uh, a lot of the aspects of things so like if someone doesn't have like a lot of like a mobility in their wrist like it, it doesn't happen often but if they try to catch a clean like someone might catch a clean perfectly like like you know finger like you know knuckles touching their shoulders right elbows up high everything's posturized perfectly. that's hard <laughs> yes and you'll see some people glue catch a clean like this yeah because they have like they have no like they don't have like a lot of wrist mobility their shoulder mobility is poor so they really can't get their like you know their elbow up to like parallel and then they have poor like they have poor like you know like mobility like in, in basically their upper body right sure so like they can't catch that and that can lead to like shoulder issues some people like you like have like wrist issues right because you're you're like you're your shock suspension on your car, like you know, you hit it and it like it, it shakes everything, right? There's no nothing to absorb it, and you can't like properly perform it, right? Equate that to your body, like you have no shock in your system, right? Sure. Things don't move properly, so things are going to resist, and things will either like break, tear, and stuff like that, right? All bad, <laughs> exactly. So uh, just not good at all. But to achieve that, you can achieve that through so so many like different movements, right? That don't that don't involve um, like snatching or cleaning, right? Sure. Yeah. 
So what, like uh, you said, like for someone like me, like Olymp- like an, an Olympic lift, like what what would you say for me if I'm still trying to lose weight? Mm-hmm. Is it, it first of all, is it possible to like gain muscle while losing weight? Good, good question. Um, it is. Uh, I I believe me personally. I believe it is possible uh, through proper dieting. Um, yeah, there's. Um, you could put yourself like so. You have like think of your like you know all the nutrients that you consume. If you find the right formula with um with your fats and your carbs and your protein, I believe if you're trying to gain muscle, obviously you need a little bit more protein and um you probably need a little bit more carbs as well, right? If you adjust those uh, properly, you can still like uh, gradually like lose weight while building muscle. That's often what competitors do is like they'll be cutting but they're still trying to gain muscle so their protein will be out of control, right? Like I look on people's Instagrams and like they'll be in like a competition. They have like maybe like um like a half cup of rice, some broccoli, and then freaking three chicken breasts. <laughs> yeah, and right. And I'm like I look at that and that makes my that makes my stomach hurt, man. Like <laughs> trying to consume all that food, but that's like that so it can right. be achieved, right? If like through the proper um, adjustment of your macros, yeah, you could totally do that. Um going back to your question about um about power, um if if I was to program it in, if I knew like I would have to know if you had the proper like the you I would have to put you through an assessment. I would have to make sure that you had all the if you made all the check marks in my head that would give you the clearing for an Olympic lift. I'd probably like program it in, but I had to teach you it myself, right? There's like there's a lot of mechanics that go into it because right. like you think a clean is more difficult to perform than um than like I said uh, than a normal like than a normal vertical jump like just like, right. a, like a jump squat, right? Which is what you essentially do. Like you you essentially like achieve that uh, through a through a clean, right? So. I would say if you made if you checked it all out, I would probably give it a try. Yeah, man, I would definitely uh, put it into the program, um, and it's like in its own certain like fashion, right? And uh, have it there uh, just to help you out through like power, right? Because sure. so, what is like the formula to achieve power? It's just doing explosive workouts. Like, is good question. Uh, so, so power. So you think of like your so power utilizes your central nervous system, right? your central nervous system is like the powerhouse of, you know, of basically performing certain movements, right? If you tax the central nervous system too much, you won't be able to achieve the movement as efficiently and you have, and you eventually hurt yourself. Right. So, um, in studies you'll see like, um, you'll see that in a vertical jump test, you know, um, and this is kind of like spitballing off, off of one, um, an athlete will lose power typically by their third or fourth jump. Right. So okay. they so consistently going down, jumping up, absorbing down and jumping up again. Right. Um, some people will use force plates. Right. And then uh, other people might use other means of, of, of uh, achieving that method. Right. Uh, with that being the case, after like um, that, that fourth, that third rep is typically where you start to kind of like, you know, power starts to decrease a little bit. Right. So uh, when implementing it in. I would probably say I would only create one solid block or one solid set of power, right? And what that might look like. I might even I might even include it in a strength lift, right? So if I want to, uh, um, you know, if I want to make you faster, if I want to like, you know, if you want to like run faster or be more explosive in a horizontal fashion, which is usually sprinting. So you think of horizontal going straight, right? Vertical going up, right? right? So vertical force, 
jumping mechanisms, right? And then horizontal force is usually like a deadlift. So like you think of like when you throw your hips forward, right? Hip extension is um is to, is is achieved um through that plane of uh, that plane of movement, right? So like sprinting and all that other stuff. Um, you think um also like in football, like coming off the you know coming off of you know like whenever they when they step the ball and the line and the linemen like come out from their stance, sure. They start low and they're exploding their hips forward to drive up, right? And um. So I would probably typically like if that if that's the case I would probably like um I would definitely um throw in like um a set of deadlifts for about five or six reps right and then I might have you do like a sprint like a twenty yard sprint right ten yard sprint something very very short or a kettlebell swing a kettlebell swing is like an explosive movement again the when they're when they're paired together you prime the central nervous system with um with the strength movement, right, of squat, whether it's like uh, typically like a moderately heavy squat, and then you go into that powerful movement. Because now you think the body is like, okay, like I just had this heavy load in this um, in this specific um, like plane of movement, right? Like I just did a heavy deadlift. I'm ready for another heavy deadlift. You go over to that kettlebell or you go over to the turf and you just like drive and you sprint as hard as you can. You swing as hard as you can for about like five, like like you know three to five reps right your body remembers that right and it gains power over time uh wow. there's there's way more science into it that i wish sure. i that w- that i would love to know the knowledge of that i probably need a few more years under my belt to kind of exactly um get into and explain but to like understand it in a layman's term that's the best i can explain it as you wow. know like that's why I always say like strength mixed with power is like is where you're going to achieve a lot of it, right? And you could do explosive interval training as well to achieve power. So if you actually want to make it a full entire workout, right, um, which is obviously like by me saying a full entire workout, I mean literally like a 15-minute workout of that, right? You could do like specific interval training, right? Um, like uh, you would use a split like 10 seconds of explosive work. So like 10 seconds of a, a kettlebell swing, 10 seconds of like a sprint, if not if not even less for a sprint, right? Or jumping. And then you would rest uh, pretty decently afterwards. I'd probably say if you're going to do like um, 10 seconds, 8 to 10 seconds of explosive work, right? I'd probably have you rest um, close to about 90 seconds. Wow. Yeah. So like a minute 30, if not more. One minute's really pushing it. But your body needs to kind of, it needs that time to kind of recuperate, right? Because you think of like all the force you've just exerted uh, on it, right? Right. Which is why like people would do like uh, this Tabata training and all yes. that stuff. And like. That's a big CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's like, you feel like I'm um, like, I've like looking at it, how it's performed uh, there, there, it's, it's a training methodology that a lot of people like mess up, right? I feel like there's a lot of training methodologies out there, a lot of training mechanisms that are really, really good, but people do wrong. And Tabata is like one of them, right? And um, I typically, I actually never program Tabata in just because it is a lot on the body to consistently do for long periods of time, right? Because people will do like 15 minutes Tabata. That's a lot, right? Yeah. And if you get someone who doesn't know how to properly like rest, like, you know, program and rest, right? You could be cash, man. You could either like hurt yourself or you could like literally go like wake up the next day and like still need to rest the full entire day, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's CrossFit. Have you ever done CrossFit? Uh, yeah, I have. Griff is actually the one that introduced me into CrossFit, okay. right? I did it like a majority of my senior year for like rugby and all that stuff uh, just because, well, right around there, man, is like when it really started getting big, like yeah. I saw a picture of Rich Froning, I was like, dude, 
Yeah. I want to be him. Like that guy, right. Yeah. And then I realized I'm like, I realized I found out his diet and I just look at him. I'm like, yeah, there's no way I could be that guy, you know? But, uh, I did CrossFit for a while and I, I do have to say though, um, like everything, it started off really well. Cause when we, when like I started it, when it really started to hit the kind of like, when it kind of hit media, it was, it was, it was doing great. Like, you know, the workouts were good, you know, like they did like the proper things within them. Like, but then as time goes on, people try to get really fancy with it and their workouts don't really make sense. And then honestly, like the wrong population will do those workouts. Right. Uh, so, um, you'll find like, like Jim, who's like 35 is sedentary for like 12, 14 hours of his day, you know, is like hunched over at his desk. Right wants to change goes over to a crossfit gym hits like a specific wide and then like can't walk yeah the next day that's, or, that's why i brought it up because yeah. that was me like yeah just cashed absolutely oh. after a workout yeah and like could hardly walk out mm-hmm. yeah and that's like and that's the thing man like a lot of people a lot of people try to do it that like not not saying that anyone can't do something but start doing something like st- like start somewhere first and then give it a try right because that's like the main thing is like um hopping into it can like like drive like that can really wreck you you know and honestly can make it can like it can ruin someone's fitness journey because now they think they suck they're like oh man like like i could even handle this workout like right i i i suck at fitness like i i shouldn't even do this right um and there are like there's specific things within crossfit like at certain boxes where i have intro classes where it's very lightly like you know you get kind of get pushed into it and all that stuff and um where they like well not push but they gently like you know kind of like put you into the setting like teach you like all the movements right um but uh and things like that man i would always tell people like um when i started in crossfit i i thoroughly enjoyed it but i got hurt like almost immediately and I'm, I was a pretty good mover. Like, right. you know, I I knew how to clean. I knew how, like, to, I kind of knew how to snatch. And I'm going to lie, I'm not even going to say I knew how to snatch. I kind of knew how to snatch. And, um, yeah, I, I think, like, but for the rest of that stuff, like, programming at the volume that it did, I, like, I screwed up my shoulder. I, like, to the point that I, could, I couldn't lift anything up above my head. Yeah. Right? And it was, like, I had to go to, like, physical therapy after, like, for it and all that stuff. And uh, I... I still enjoy it. You know, I like watching the CrossFit games and all that stuff, but I probably would never tell like, you know, an average, an average Joe to kind of give it, to try it out. Right. But I'm not bashing on CrossFit in any kind of way. Right. I was going to ask you how you like, how you feel about it. If you don't think anyone should do it or because there's a whole school of thought out there. That's like, Oh, you're going to get, like you said, you're going to get hurt Mm -hmm. or like, you know, there's people that just swear off CrossFit as just a bad thing for people to be doing. You will achieve, like, I I would say I'm right in the middle of it. You know, like I, cause I've done it before and I, I really enjoy it. Right. Um, I've, also seeing the bad ends of CrossFit where I've gotten like really messed up, but then like there's like, but then there's an odd end of the spectrum. You get everyone who's like, this is probably the worst thing that's ever happened to fitness. Like it sucks. Right. Like, you know, they do like AMRAP snatches and they're not supposed to do AMRAP snatches, which you're not. But it, but besides, <laughs> but then you got like, then you have the cult, the CrossFit cult. Right. Where, where CrossFit is literally the best, like was handed down by Jesus, God himself, yes. and is the best thing that ever could happen to like anyone's lifestyle right and that's the same for like orange theory and like f45 and like like soul cycle you know like everyone has their own kind of thing but specifically speaking on crossfit i think that athletes who know what they're doing and know how their body moves should should uh should like you know if they like it they should give it a try 
they should definitely they should definitely see what it's all about, right? Um, know your wheelhouse. Don't enter in like you know being the big man on campus. Start like light. Talk to your coach. Be like, hey, I know this workout is set for 135 pound like barbell cleans. I don't think I'm ready for that. Can I do like 90 pound 95 right. pound bar? Yeah. Like um, knowing humility, right? And just like kind of just like knowing like you know where where you can do something where you can't do something is is like a good is a good start to it, right? Um, but yeah, that's the main thing I would have to say if someone wants to give it a try, like go for it, right. see what it's all about, right? Um, my me personally, like if someone talked to me, right, uh, I would probably say like take a pass. But if you're all for it, give it a try, man. Right, try anything. If you're gonna ask me, if you're saying like, hey, I'm thinking about joining a CrossFit gym tomorrow. And if like I'm if like if I'm like your friend, I'm honest with you, I'll, and I know you, I'd probably be like, yeah, no, probably like try <laughs> so like try like you know start off light, right. right? You know, like try strength, try strength train for a little bit, maybe go, maybe come back to that thought later on. My boss would probably hate me because like I think he hates CrossFit, so it's all good. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how I was. It was like I'm like super competitive, so mm-hmm. I'd go to the CrossFit gym, see the workout that was planned, and just be like. That's going to be hard, but I'm going to do it anyway and like try to do as many reps as or Mm -hmm. do the same thing as the guy that's been doing it for six years. And I was just completely burning myself out every single day I went to the gym. And that just makes it impossible to do it consistently because I'm like, okay, I'm going to go four days this week. You wake up two days after your workout and you're like, dude, my legs are still fried right now. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's like, yeah. yeah, that goes into a lot of things, man. Like, um. Like that's I feel like I feel like it's great. Like, you know, it's like a competitive environment is like is good and it's also bad. And all I think is I feel like someone, like you said, always tries to like, you know, someone tries to push themselves to be the same person as the one that's next to them, right? And it's sometimes it doesn't work work out that way, right? Yeah. That's why I always say like whenever I come if I ever in a like competitive like like you know, a competitive workout like like sometimes I'll go I'll go do an orange theory class and everything with like my girlfriend or I'll go What ta- is Orange Theory? Orange Theory I, I've seen the gyms, yeah. but I don't know. So it's like it's so it's um it's um they wouldn't they wouldn't call themselves interval training and everything but um you look at that workout right and it's a mixture of um of rowing um treadmills TRX work and then um like um weightlifting right so you get um essentially um it's a almost a 60 minute workout 30 minutes of it is spent um you know on the treadmill and everything and then your next 30 can be on the floor that they call it, right? The weightlifting, the like the fl- the lifting gotcha. floor, and then on the rower as well. Uh, but they program out like workouts where you know it's um it's interval ru- it's like timed interval runs uh, specifically by the coach. I mean, unless it's like a workout where they where it's like um, a run the row, that, which is what they call it, where you have like a printed out sheet of paper that tells you what to do, right? Gotcha. But um, a coach is on the mic, and they'll specifically like lead you through like um the intervals right like i coached it for i coached it for a for a short period of time right really yeah nice. and um it was like it was like a really it was a really cool experience like to start and everything i just kind of know i really kind of it wasn't like my it wasn't my cup of tea and everything and um eventually i had like eventually i left and everything and like moved on to like my next biggest um biggest adventure which was Xperity, right sure but uh while at the time like it was cool to coach it because um you know you get everyone amped up and like you're you almost feel like you're like britney spears because you got like a microphone yeah, yeah. attached to your head and you're coaching people through these like cute like through these like workouts but um um but you know when it came down to it it like you there you were training like probably coaching about maybe 30 people to a class like 
people some like some classes are really like 50 plus people and you think of like how many people you have on the floor and how many people you have to coach and try to correct form it, it a lot of things are lost in translation with that so like you like like i feel like um it's easy for people to get kind of hurt in those scenarios right right where they like uh because you don't you can you can have a coach that really cares right and really is charismatic about trying to help you out and correcting your form and then you can have a coach that literally thinks they're britney spears and it's just it's all about them and they're like sure. on the mic and they're like doing they're trying to entertain you right like when i was there my job wasn't to entertain you my job was to um like help you achieve your fitness goals and to make sure you didn't get hurt because it happens so often in group training like atmospheres, right? Where you have one person and like I said, you have 30 plus people. Right. You're probably not gonna be able to touch everyone's form. Right. There's gonna be someone who's doing a poorly performed squat or deadlift to the point that like, you know, they're gonna hurt themselves and you might not catch it because you're over here coaching like Karen and Sue while like Jim over here is like throwing on his back, right? Sure. And that's like the kind of like, that's kind of the bad, like, you know, the bad side of it is like, you know, it's like hard to achieve like like you know it's hard to achieve like your year like you know it's hard to it's hard to achieve what i want like what you want to achieve as a coach there if you do care about like you know the people there it's hard to kind of make it like you know make it to every single person to make sure they're okay right um but there is again a cult there that people have gotten great results from um, and they will always do orange theory and nothing else. And then there's people there, like a lot of my members at like at Xperity have done orange theory and they say it's the same, it's the same thing every, like they feel like it's the same thing every single day. Right. And like come to us and like, are like, are pleasantly surprised with how, with how much we do here and how much we care. Right. And everything. Sure. And it sucks because I know like orange theory has a ton of coaches that really do care about like their clientele. Right. And, every, yeah. and everything right but uh you have like a few bad eggs here and there that kind of like like you know like that really ruin it for people and um and like you know they just never go back to it right so yeah right but you and you got to think like even it at that point with when you're coaching when you're one guy coaching 60 people it's got to be like no matter how much you care you can't like you're just one guy you can't like you said you it, it's just too much going on yeah you're not superman but that's that's a lot better where you're at now like what what's kind of is there like kind of a shtick for Xperity or is it just like oh yeah we're gonna like structure workout and then do it like what what's the uh, uh so the biggest thing that someone can expect when coming into us is like what do we have we have a workout program that um that everyone is on together right it's like a tip it's like you know your four week you're like a four week program uh sometimes it's three weeks depending on the season and all that stuff but uh typically a four week uh strength uh training program uh we have classes as well that um that are like conditioning classes uh that are like 60 minutes or about 40 like i would say 45 minutes conditioning right uh that we um that we put people through like interval training um that uh that is like specifically made for like like timed intervals, right? So we're not like just telling you to like to push this sled for like five minutes and everything, and then like having you rest for like a minute. Right? Like there is like structure to that as well, right? And then we have um, like uh, typical hypertrophy classes where um, where you know you like muscle building classes. So we have we call it our guns, shoulders, core, and cardio, right? Love and it. It, it's like, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you get to people's heads and they're like, dude, like yeah. I want to do that class, man. Yeah. But looking at it, it's like your entire, your typical hypertrophy uh, hypertrophy core and cardio, you know. And uh, we kind of like uh, we have people. We hope to have everyone on the strength training program because um, because there is 
I'm about to, I'm going to touch on a subject that like, you know, it's like kind of annoys me at a time. It's like we like we're called disparity functional strength, right? So like we want to make things as functional as possible, but functional in the sporting world is something that it's like, it's such a muddied word. It's literally like has so much dirt on it. Sure. Because like, because no one truly knows what functional is, right? You think of like the definition of like what, like, you know, the fun, like, like to something function with one another, like to another thing is that they work together, like to, like, you know, to basically make like one thing, right? Right. You know, so. It serves a function. <laughs> exactly, right? It serves a function with like, you know, within, like, so like what we might do, like a squat will serve its function outside of like, you know, outside right. of it here. Like, you know, like squatting from a chair, squatting up, like it's going to sound weird, but squatting up from the toilet or even like, you know, getting off of whatever you need to, right? Sure. Being able to squat something off the floor, you know? And, um, there's like a lot of things that go into our workouts that translates to people's lives outside of the gym, right? So we try to make like one thing we program a lot that people hate is a Turkish get up, right? I hate those. They I suck. hate those. <laughs> they suck so bad. Yeah. But they are but it you think like we have we literally have everyone do it. Even like, yeah. you know, the seventy year old people. And we kind right. of modify it a little bit for them, but that is like the biggest thing that someone should know how to do is get off the floor right. from your it's back. Literally just getting up. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Is in the definition. <laughs> right. And there's a lot of people, like we always tell, like, you know, like sometimes we get pushback from us program programming in the get up, but then we tell them the facts of like what happens one day that you fall on the floor and you literally have no one else to help you up. Right. And you need to get up. You're the you're the old lady from the Life Alert commercial. Yeah, right. I've fallen and I I'm can't get, get up. up. <laughs> and it's like, dude, it's so depressing because you're like, and yeah. she's like so weak. I'm like, dude, no one's that weak. Should have done more Turkish get ups. <laughs> 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 but it's like you think of like everything that goes into it, man. You have like the weight, like if you do it, if you do it, you usually have a weight above your head, right? Right. So you have that added. Now you have that 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 outside factor, right? Right. And now you're really you're trying to lift something above your head while trying to get yourself off the floor using using your upper body to start in your core and then your lower body to assist you by the end. Right. And, um, so like going off of that, we tried to make our workouts, like help them out in their daily lives. Right. That's like our goal. We, we want to better you within the gym and better you outside of your lives as well. Right. Um, and that's our biggest stick, right. Is like our workouts should funk should like, should serve you both in the gym and outside the gym as well, right? That's my ultimate goal when I create a program, right? Is I look at that, I look at it, I make sure that it's it's pretty enough for people, right? That, that it looks like very attractive to them, you know? And But also in the fact that I know it's like these movements are going to help them, sure. right? They are going to get stronger some way, right? And that they are going to like be able to easily absorb like the purpose of it, right? So like, and, and that's like the biggest thing that we try to focus on, like at that gym, people walk into our gym, they think it's CrossFit because we have a rig, we have rings there right. and everything. We have barbells, we have bumper plates, we have kettlebells. We don't have any machines. We have like a mat floor, turf yeah. space and all that and all the other stuff I just mentioned. Right. And then we had to, we had to sit down and we had to explain to them like, no, we're not CrossFit, blah, 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 blah. Like it's all good. Like you won't make you do like, you know, like, you know, you know, kipping pull-ups or double unders and sure. stuff. We might, you might make you, we'll, we'll actually make you do a legitimate pull-up and we might, we'll have you jump rope. Right. But we won't, we won't make you do anything that's crazy. You know? Yeah. That's one thing we pride ourselves on is like kind of using the definition of functional, like a functional strength and actually being able to apply it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Cause you show, you'll see like people, like people say like, like something that's like people will say like, you know, balancing on a BOSU ball while doing a bicep curl. Like this, look at this functional yeah, movement. Yeah, I'm like, right. 
that is not functional. Well, if you're in the all. circus, yeah, <laughs> right. That's a good point, man. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude, it's like again, like going back to the point we talked about a while ago. You have all these fitness professionals out there that you know will write stupid articles and everything, or like articles that don't really like you know that that are that aren't true, right? And then they'll they all then they'll make a post about something that's functional that's not even functional, man. right? It's right. like it's it's a it's a dumb movement that you shouldn't be doing because you're gonna hurt yourself, right? right? Man, it's um, that's like one of my my two biggest pet peeves right there. Wow, you know, misusing the word functional and just putting stupid stuff out on the internet, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There's plenty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the final things I want to touch on with you is recovery. Mm. Um, what 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 do you think about that? I like for while I was doing CrossFit, I was like, okay, ev- like every day I'm going to go every day. And like, mm-hmm. you, you think that that would be good. Like, okay. Like I'm going to go and work out every day. Like I'll, you, you can't not get strong from that, you know, mm-hmm. but like, w- is, is, is like a day off good. Like what, what do you, what do you have to say about that? I would say, um, recovery primarily, it got, um, comes down to like like well where you can fit it into like how many days you work out so i i work out like about four maybe five days a week right um and my recovery typically like focuses on like um so uh, my last meal of the day because i like i said i work out in the afternoon recovery um often comes from like your nutrition so making sure that you get uh the amount of food that you need in uh to kind of um help you like to fuel your body to repair the muscle right a little bit quickly okay and then a uh, proper amount of sleep. Uh, there's like uh, interesting. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, typically about six to, six to eight hours of sleep. Six on the lower end, eight on that really good end of like things. Oftentimes, it's hard for people to get eight hours of sleep. You know, uh, so you want to typically try to get a right, right right around six to eight hours of like quality sleep uh, throughout the day because oftentimes like people who don't get quality sleep will wake up the next day feeling like dragged down and yep. exhausted. I'll even feel it one day. And, um, another good portion of recovery that I tell a lot of people is listen to your body. If like after one day of training, even though it was in the back of your head that you wanted to go out and you wanted to like get after it and like, and kill your next workout, but your, your engine is just like, it's shutting down from, from literally you waking up out of the bed sure. up until the mid afternoon. <laughs> Listen to your body. I've done it plenty of times before, and I'm like, I'm not been frustrated with myself. Like my maybe the first time because I'm like, damn, like I really wanted to work out. Yep. But my body was like, dude, no. Like I like the way I moved. Like my joints were hurting, or I felt sore still. A important part of recovery is by listening to your body and taking that rest period that you need, whether it's an extra, whether it's another day or whatever. And another portion I would say is like you know mobility, man. It's it's a great thing that um, no one does. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, um, and by that you just mean stretching and doing mobile. Like what do you, like, what do you mean by mobility? Like exactly? Typically like, yeah, like, uh, like stretching is a portion of it, right? There's like a ton of stretches that you can do to make yourself more mobile, especially when it comes to overhead mobility and lower and lower body, like, you know, and lower body flexibility and all that stuff. Like, sure. but, um, when going into it, like specific mobility exercises, like, uh, when going into them, like you can, there's like, oh, dude, there's like a plethora of things like, they're like moving through your range of motion during like a specific movement uh, is, is like mobility, right? So you want to like, um, like one thing I typically do is I'll do a tabletop hip circle, right? So a tabletop position meaning you're on, you're on all fours and you're doing like, you're dr- taking your knee off the floor and you're literally pushing it into ranges of motion by like by tracing a circle with it, right? Uh, typically the more I do that movement, right? I could assume that 
I'm going to open up the, my mobility, right? Where my, I'm, I'm going to become more mobile in my hip because I'm, I'm really pushing myself into different ranges of motion that my body is not used to. Now, the more I do it, the body recognizes it and it's starting to open up more. That's why you can, that's why some people could do the splits, right? Cause they're super, super mobile. Like dudes that can do the split, they right. have great hip mobility, right? Um, and people who can't like just are super tight and are, are not mobile either. But that's also why like, um, People, some like again going back to snatches. Some people have great overhead mobility, so they get their snatches through and they get snatched like a pro. Some people literally can't get their like you literally can't get their elbow past their ear. Like that is super light. That is poor like overhead mobility, right? Sure. So programming programming and movements that will help you achieve like like uh, different like ranges of motion um, will help you out like getting through like you know your mobility movements, right? And uh, ultimately, just helping you out with like your workouts and. Uh, but that's like a perfect day to do it is on your rest day because it's very, very low impact movements, right? So it's something that like, you know, does not require a lot of energy. You'll feel great after doing it, right? And um, you won't, you like, you, and you'll feel just as recovered, right? Because a portion of like, of why people are sore is because they don't move. Oftentimes, like people always talk about lactic acid and lactic acid buildup. Like that's another thing that's like science is coming out that it's not so much lactic acid that kind of like that is like the is the thing that makes it painful, right? It's like other factors as well that leads up to you being sore after a workout. Okay, but um, that's another subject and everything that I'm like studying up as well because I feel like I, I find that entirely interesting because that's what we've known for so long is that you know your muscles are sore because of lactic acid buildup from like too much movement, right? Um, and now people are saying that it's like science is showing that it's, it's that, but it's something else as well. Right. I just, I need, I really need to get on like studying that, but going back to that, uh, the more you move, the more you kind of like blood flows into the muscle, the blood, like blood repairs the muscle and helps it grow. Right. And also moves like, um, stuff out of the, of the body. Right. So if we're talking about like buildup and everything within the muscles, right. To, for buildup to move, um, the blood flows against the muscle and kind of like shoot, like, you know, pushes stuff away from it, right? And helps the body excrete it out of the body, right? To do that, you need to walk, like um, do like the elliptical, you know? Um, okay. Like um, stationary bike, something like that, something to get your, your body moving, mobility. Again, like all are good things to kind of help with recovery. So when it comes down to it, um, nutrition, uh, feed your body to recover, uh, sleep to recover, right? Whether it's six to eight hours, right? Um, doing mobility, kind of get your body in the, in the flow of things. Would you consider like yoga mobility? Is that like a lot of mobility movements actually do come from yoga, like a good, a popular overhead mobility exercise is a child's pose position, right? So like, cause literally in a child's pose, your arms are extended in front of you. You're trying to push your, you're pushing your butt back and you're trying to dip your, uh, you're trying to dip your head in past your arms, right? Right. Again, like how I just talked about, the person that can't lift it up can now, they're sitting there. They're forcing it up. Exactly, right? (laughs) And it's like, and a good thing with mobility is like, you can only go in a, you can only go a certain, like a certain distance with it. Like, it's very hard to hurt yourself doing mobility because your body's literally like, I can't do that. Right. Like, I can do it up to this point, right? So yoga is a great thing to do because a lot of mobility movements do stem from yoga. So that is a perfect thing to do. And then uh, just keep yourself moving. Like the more you move, um, also water consumption, drink your water. I hear people that say, I don't drink any water. I, I do not. I'm like, how do you, how are you living right now? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, how do right. I do? Water right. is such an essential part of your life. Like you, like everyone's like, I just drink Coke all day. You know, I'm like, yeah. why? Oh. Like, dude, it's like, it's, I can't imagine like what, like what their bodies feel like. How now. much water? 
See, this is like, like you say, open it up, man. Well, like you say stuff like that in the media. I'm like, yeah, but how much? Tell me. Yeah. Yeah, Right. right. Um, So there's like specific like weight, like recommendations and everything that I'm not even going to lie. Like um, I don't like uh, there's uh, there's a specific like how many like fluid ounces per body, like, you know, per body weight and everything you could. That is actually something that you could probably look up as well on on like on online and people you pretty much will get a straight answer. What I what I typically um, ask people to get is like 64 ounces in throughout a day, if not more. Right. Uh, Because that is like um, you think of like everyone carries around these big like these big like metal, you know, yes, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. And it's like, and like <laughs> the yetis. Exactly. The, like, and that's, and I'm so happy that they came out with that because people, like people's biggest complaints, my water, my water does not stay cold. And now yep. you, it literally keeps it cold for like yes. six hours. Right. I actually lost mine. It's been the most depressing week. Of my uh, entire life. I know I, I'm like, ah, dude, it's, it's gotten to me. I, I can tell my water consumption has been down, but going back to it, I always like tell people at least uh, 64 ounces of water, if not more, um, is perfect, right? And that's okay. typically if you have like the big Yeti container, right? It's like like two or three of those bad boys, right? And if is there too much? Is there such thing as too much water? I drink probably five or six of these a day. That is, and that's totally fine. Like uh, there, there are like specific cases where people have drank ridiculous amounts of water, and there's like this. There's this right. There's this big thing like like a scientific like you know this like this big scientific thing that happens within your body like you know your body reacts to it and your cells can't hold enough water it literally drowns your body and everything like cells your cells like yeah. explode. Let's not do that. And you're you're literally like <laughs> yeah and it's just like and you you think about it it's just like you, you're breathing air but you're technically you're drowning out your body and your cells are have so much like water in them that they're literally just like they they explode. And it's very sad. That's yeah. But it's very hard wild. to achieve that. <laughs> I think like the only time that's ever been achieved is like someone like some radio show was doing this thing where like you uh, had to drink like as many gallons I've of water as, yeah, as yep. possible. And then some dude literally like was like sipping it. It was like, I felt weird. I feel weird. And then like, drop dead. Oh my God. Yeah. And the, and the radio yeah, show that was got gallon s- number four in six hours yeah, or something like it's that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's bad, but I would always say like uh, water is a great, is a great thing sure. to have to recover so if you're not drinking water dude like look lacroix is water man. right like right there there's like if you don't like the taste of water put like a drop of like 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 what are those things called meal or like right or like the crystal light right again like throw I don't, a slice of lemon in there yeah right or dude yeah exactly like be healthy about it you know like toss in like your know, cucumber slice right. in there some mint you know yeah. just there get you your go. water in some in somehow but that's like the key <laughs> thing man it's just get your just recover recovery is a great question man good question nice well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, this has yes. been probably the most information dense episode <laughs> of who knows to date. Yeah. Um, dude. Yeah. I actually, I can't believe how knowledgeable you are at such a young age. You're, aren't you like that? What's your title at Ex- what Xperia? Xperia. Ex- 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 that's a good, that's a, I think that's Xperia, a, I think that's, a, I think yeah, that's an it's airline, a, yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's uh Xperity. Um, Xperity. Yeah. It's Xperity. I'm, I'm the head coach. I'm the lead program uh, director there. So yeah. Yeah. You know, I train the coaches there and all that stuff. And I, um, I make all the programs, right. Run past my boss. He gives me the, okay. He'll sometimes give me the thumbs down, but that's totally fine. He's like a great mentor. Yeah. Paul Lingzo. Great guy. That is, that is absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, 
I think you're doing great things, and you will. I'm very excited to see what you continue to do. Yeah, so I appreciate it, man. Thank you so um, much. Yeah, I mean, what, what's your like Instagram? Do you want to plug yourself or anything like that? Um, it's like ENJ Fitness. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. A, yeah, a I know. The, yeah, dude, yeah, the, <laughs> the typical Fitzbo. Uh, you can follow me on there. I do plan on like I just so you guys know. I post like a majority on my story for the most part. Um, I save like you can save your stories. I'll save a lot of my mobility movements, a lot of my workouts, like on my main page, or like on basically like uh, my header, right? I guess you would call it. And uh, I'm gonna try to get better with posting like more stuff onto my uh, like for like actual for people to save and to sure. read. But again, uh, before I ever post something, like I'll often delete a ton of posts because I'm like I want I want to make sure that it is like that it's like soundproof, right? Nothing can get past it. It's as much to, it's as much quality knowledge as I could possibly put into a post, right? So, just uh, yeah, follow me on at ENJ Fitness on Instagram, man. But, awesome, dude. Thank you for having me. Hopefully, I didn't ramble oh. too much, and you know, your rambling was much appreciated. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. All right, see you guys.